0: Hello and welcome to a special edition of HTTV Extra Time during this international break. I'm pleased to be joined by Lee Nichols and the examiners, Stephen Chicken. How are you both doing this afternoon?
1: Good, thanks. Yeah, I'm good, thank you.
0: Lee, I've done a bit, you stood you up a bit here. You've sat you inside when I'm sat outside in the sun. I should have asked you whether or not you preferred this or not. No, I'm, I'm just right. topping my turn up.
2: I'm all right, yeah. I'm okay. Is it sunny where you are, Stephen? Beautiful, yeah, yeah. Um, gorgeous day. Long may that continue. Do you prefer training, Lee, in the, in the summer? Is
0: it sweatier or do you get tired quicker? Or how do you prefer it as a keeper? Is the, how, is the ground really hard or what's it like? Yeah.
1: yeah, I think I think the biggest difference is when the uh, the grass dries out. Obviously, it becomes a bit more painful to dive, but it's part of the job, isn't it?
0: I always ask you, last time you came on this, I, I like asking keepers because it's the strangest thing for somebody who's never played in net to consider doing and I asked you last time what do you do when you've got not to do and you're cold and you just said you've got to keep yourself moving yeah. uh, this time like how do you get over the mental block of just chucking your body about on floor and that because for me I used to play rugby league and that's different because another bloke's chucking you on ground you're doing it to yourself so yeah. like, how, how do you get over that
1: no I just I just I just think it's a mental thing I think it's just repetition basically I, 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 I personally I don't think about it I don't Go out thinking, oh, I can't be really bothered diving today, but just just have a go, just throw yourself at
2: everything. Yeah.
0: Stephen, you ever had a cracking net at all? Uh,
2: yeah, I was sort of forced in there because I was pretty useless at football. So uh, if they could find, yeah, if they could find, if they could find uh, better centre backs, they'd uh, they'd shove me in. But I wasn't wasn't terribly good. Five aside, I'm I'm always in that because you can see the size of me. I'm not up to much running around, mostly saving with my feet.
0: I was going to say that's what most people do when they, they can't actually go in net is just try and stick a foot on it. That's what I do at a side. Yeah. Lee, you were saying though yesterday at training you were you were having a bit of a joke with Lou. You were saying we'll swap. You going net, I'll go in midfield. Do you fancy yourself outfield at all?
1: No, I think it's too much running for my liking. <laughs> I think I'd um, I'd be okay on the ball. I'd win a few headers, but yeah, I don't think I'd I don't think I can do the the running. Lou does like. As long If Lewis was beside me, maybe I'd do a good job because he's
2: doing the running for me. <laughs> opposite, opposite question. If you had to have an emergency keeper... Didn't Andy Booth play in goal once, I seem to recall? If you had to have an emergency keeper, who do you think you'd stick in? don't um, feel I don't
1: know. I haven't seen the boys in goal, but Danny Wood actually fancies himself. Wood, he's always said, he'd, um, if there was any for whatever reason, we needed a keeper that he will be the one to go in. And um, I think he's got a bit of experience, but... Yeah, I think it. Would, I'd have to say Wardy because I haven't seen anyone else in goal.
0: I'm right in saying, Lee. That Wardy's one of them blokes. It's just good at whatever he does, though. isn't he like darts or golf or anything, he's one of them annoying. First time he does it, he's class at it.
1: Yeah, every and it's yeah, it's annoying. I I, I went to play golf with him and for the first time, um, and I didn't, I didn't get, I didn't ask him beforehand what he played off, and yeah, I should have asked him beforehand maybe. But yeah, he was, he's he's one of them, he's good at everything, darts, golf, cricket, cards, everything. everything. Is that
0: annoying? Secretly, are you a bit like, oh, I wish he was a bit worse at this?
1: Not really, because I don't put any money on it, so it's not, <laughs> I've learned to not, not put any money on it. So it's it's um, it doesn't become annoying, but I think if there was money on it, I, I would be annoyed, yeah.
0: Right, well, we've been chatting for five minutes and we've not actually talked about football properly yet other than me and Stephen going and go, which I don't think anyone's going to be happy with. Um, (laughs) International break, we're obviously coming in on it off the back of a couple of more disappointing results, but after the end of such a a brilliant run, what's the mood like with the the boys who are in at Canalside this week?
1: No, it's been good. Um, I think it's been good to get a few days away and um, sort of reset our minds and bodies of you know, it, it was a busy period towards the end of the last block of games and it was uh, demanding, you know, there were some tough games in that run of games and um, I, I think I think the boys looked tired after the in the Bournemouth game but I think Millwall was sort of like, we didn't get back to last forward and then we were in trying to recover, trying to get right and then it was next day, Friday, prep for a game and I just think the boys felt it, I, I know I felt it a little bit and um, you know, it was good to get a lot of resting over the weekend and and go again.
0: It's a strange one, isn't it? Because we've we've done well in that we've managed to fulfil all our fixtures over Christmas and everything. When all the games are being called off, we we managed to win the majority of ours and get points on the board. But we do so much work in those games and, and we, you know, put ourselves, you know, push ourselves to the limits. It does catch up with you a little bit, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, I've, yeah. I think if like say for instance on Wednesday night we were to play at home, I think that would have helped because we the travel of you know six hours after the game to get home at four, and like like, like these are the things that happen in football and things that we've as footballers have got to adapt to. But I just think it caught up with us maybe a little bit, and um, you know it has been a demanded season, and and you I think I think everyone would agree at the club, the fans, everyone would agree that this. This team puts everything into every um, into every game and leaves it all out there, and, um, and maybe that caught up with us a little bit. But I think that's what this team's built on, and something we've got to carry on doing.
0: What's the the talk been like then since you boys have been back in? Is it have you been looking back, or have those games kind of been just left in the past now? Because it's it's a strange one. And I, when we spoke to, to Lewis after the game, I was I mentioned it to him it. If those two games and those two defeats were mixed in over the course of four months, I don't think anybody really notices, but because we've not been beaten for 16, 17, 18 games or wherever it was, and then two coming along in a row, it's, it seems a bigger deal than it than it might actually be.
1: Yeah, I think if you look back at the two games, I think, you know, Millwall and Bournemouth on the night and on the day were just better than us and um, the two good good teams in good form. and. I know we were in good form at the time as well, but we've just been beaten. You know, we've come in, we've come in this week, and and it was not about the game. It was not about what went wrong, what went, what we could have done better. It was just things we need to improve on for the remaining games of the season. Um, you know, we worked out yesterday on certain things, and then we worked out today on 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 other things, and it's just ways to improve. And I think that's what we've got to do now. You know, we're, we've still got a good period of time from now till the next game to get a lot of work in and, um, and improve in the right areas to be able to, like, push in the right direction.
0: Yeah, you seem to be somebody who's, who's quite vocal and quite comfortable being vocal. One of the things I noticed after we conceded the the second, I think, against Bournemouth is you were up near halfway after that and pointing every man, you know, Ging them up. What were you saying? Was it, you're telling them what for were you telling them to up their standards or was it more of a an encouragement type of a thing
1: yeah it was more of an encouragement you know I'm not I never come up and I would never I hardly ever have a go at someone I think you know as long as you're trying your hardest that's all I can demand off you like mistakes are going to happen in football um, so I was just trying to give the boys a, a lift you know like you we seen against west from like 2-0 means nothing 82nd minute was it that they got the penalty and we come away with it with a point um so i was just trying to give the lads a bit of lift um yeah i think if i think if they don't score so early after half time i think it could have been a different game but yeah yeah i think that their goal just killed us yeah,
0: I'm well done. I'm not doing uh, that over penalty as well against West Brom because I might have been tempted. So, <laughs> um, Steve, Steve, how do how do you see it? Because you know Lee's been such a, an integral side, a part of the, the side this year, and not just his saves, but the the general he's added to the atmosphere and the mood around it. Because all all the lads have pointed out what a calming influence he is, and, and how encouraging he's been. Is that something you've noticed from the press box?
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean. <clears throat> You know, I think it, obviously, defenders love having a a goalkeeper they can rely on behind them. I think it's not just, you know, good in terms of, you know, the saves you make and things like that. But I think it helps the defenders play better and make better decisions when they they trust the keeper behind them. They trust the shouts they get in. They know their positioning. Everyone's at their jobs. No one's sort of second-guessing things. I think it makes an enormous difference. And, you know, I think... Obviously, the big saves get the attention, particularly on TV, and you need to make those saves, and there's been some crackers recently. Um, but I think it's that organisational side of things that I've been really, really impressed by. It's been, obviously, you know, it's it's better to not have to make a save and get yourself your box set up in a way where you're not having to make saves than it is to have to, to pull off those big spectacular stops. Um, and I think that's been a huge, huge difference in terms of the defensive record this season compared with last year.
0: Yeah, Lee, is that something that's that's always been part of your game, or is that something as a a keeper who's approaching his thirties now that has grown into your game, being able to read it, the constant talking, and working with players like Matty and Leesy, especially who are you know experienced operators, and then you've got someone like Levi in there who's who's right at the start of his career who perhaps might need a word from you a little bit more. Is that something you've developed?
1: Um, I think. Maybe, but like I've always, I remember being nine at Liverpool, and at the time, my goalie coach said, "I expect the goalkeepers to be the loudest on the pitch," and that just stuck with me. Um, And ever since then, I've always demanded of myself to be the loudest on the pitch. Um, Obviously, not. I think obviously when I'm nine, I might say the the wrong thing here and there and stuff. But I think I've 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 sort of grown on me with just through playing games of. When's the right thing? What's the right thing to say? When's the right thing to say? Um, yeah, I, I, it's not like I know. Obviously, we've said the other. It, it's me, but it's not. Obviously, it's not just me. I think it. I think it goes right through the team. I think you know, Leesy. Another one. He's another common influence. I think Matty's a calm, influence. Like Matty will throw himself in front, in front of a boss for you. Um, <laughs> yeah, he would like the tops. Carmen, like I think the whole squad's just the same I think we all gel together I think you know we're always on the same page which is a credit to the gaffer and it just makes us hard to beat I think I said in one of my one of the interviews earlier on in the season that I, th- I think we just right now I think we are, we are a hard team to beat I think we don't concede many and you know we're awkward. we can play in certain ways certain formations and I think that's just a credit to the whole team
0: one of the, the things that, that consistency is reflected in yourself, we were speaking before, you've won four Blue Mike Members Club Player of the Month awards now, which is remarkable this far into the season. Uh, two things on that. Uh, you, the, the consistency is obviously something you're going to be proud of and, and, and something that's come on the, the training ground so if you could let us know the work you put in with, with Clem and also the other side of that is the recognition that you're getting from the fans you've become a huge fan favourite people absolutely love you whenever we post anything about you or with you in they're absolutely you know over, beside themselves with it how's that been for you to to come in and, and have that reception?
1: I think the fans made it the- really easy for me to settle you know like obviously when I first signed there was a few question marks which you know if I was in their shoes I would have obviously put the question marks on there on there myself And uh, but since then they've really got behind me they've really helped me settle in and I, um, yeah it's been a dream to play for them up until now and long may it continue but the, the consistency as you say is, has come from hard work since day one of pre-season You know, like like I'm going back. Like I remember sitting here think saying, you know, it's just about hard hard work. Every ball and it goes it goes right up to the top with Clem. Like Clem is Clem's brought me in. He's sort of took maybe took a risk with me and um, and backed me. And he's he's top class. Clem as a a, as a coach, he's probably the best coach I've worked with. And um, he's really got the best out of me. And and I think we work well together. I think we understand I under I well, I certainly understand what he wants, and Clem certainly understands what he wants from me and how I can improve. And it, it just it just shows in, in in the way I've performed this season is is how how much work Clem has put into me. And um yeah, I think Clem's been different class this season.
2: What is it that makes him so good out of interest?
1: I think tactically, I think I had a meeting with him at the start of the season and he just points out a few things he wants to try and change and um, and of so uh, that he thinks that'll make me a better goalkeeper and I, I'd like obviously I'll try anything to, to, to become better if it's going to improve me I'll try anything and it's everything he's mentioned and everything we've worked on it's it's sometimes took a little bit longer than expected and it's it, it hasn't been an overnight process I think this has been I think like when I first went in I was a bit I was I still wasn't where I wanted to be physically. Um and then around Christmas time, you know, like we, Clem really up it and really up his sessions, which
2: which really helped. Is there any particular keeper he has you sort of modeled on or that you model yourself on?
1: Oh well well goalkeeping's a weird position in it. Like I think there's there's no right way, there's no handout booklet to be a goalkeeper. I think everyone, like someone who might be real good at blocks and, you know, like like real, attack, really attack the ball or someone might be a bit deeper and standoffish and sort of reactive and trust his feet And um, So it, it's it's not a... Clem doesn't use it as a set goalkeeper. I think he uses a lot of goalkeepers and he pick, picks the best parts of them and just shows you the examples. But I think the one thing about Clem is he lets you be you. He lets you be you ultimately and um if something's working for you, he's not going to ask you to change it.
0: Are there any goalkeepers personally, Lee, that you enjoy watching? When you go to a game, do you find yourself just watching what the keeper's doing or are you watching the entire game?
1: No, I think if the ball, like, I'll, I'll have the odd look now and again just to see on the keeper's position and stuff. But I wouldn't I wouldn't say I go to a game and just look at the goalkeeper, but I think I'm drawn more towards the goalkeeper, like as in. When if, if there's a corner down this end, I'm not seeing where he is. But say there's a ball out wide, what's about to be crossed, I'm thinking, where's the keeper? Is he in the right good position? Is he on his line, on his near post? Is he or whatever? Like just it's just obviously I'm in I'm in there, so I'm just wanting to see what happens and then see what I think he does well or maybe done wrong. Um so yeah, but I think the two I like watching the most, probably Edison and Allison, and that's out there right now. I think they're like they're the two ones where it's like that's where. It, oh, and, and the guy—I think the guy has been different class this year. I think his phone dropped off a little bit, but the guy has been top notch this season.
0: What is it about their games do you enjoy? Because they're they're two ball playing goalkeepers—is it that side of the game, or is it the fact that they're complete package? They can make a worldy, but they can set a, a break off at the next minute as well.
1: You no, know, um, I think. Goes without saying, Edison with the with ball at his feet. I just love watching him pick passes, and um, he, it, like he's probably one of the best passes in the Premier League, um, especially long distance passing. And then Allison and the guy for more shot stopping. I think the guy is like more foot saves, which is something that me and Clem have tried to work on, and something that we've highlighted that could be maybe an improvement. But um, yeah, probably Allison as well for shot stopping. I think. You know, he's, he's just just purely for his presence and the way he is and how calm he is and, yeah, just the shots up in general.
0: Is there anyone in the, the Championship at all that we've faced that, that has stood out to you and you've or made a save or has done something in the game where you've kind of gone, oh, he's, he's all right, him?
1: Yeah, I think um, Fodringham, he's done well against us um, at home. I'd say Sonny Dieng, he's been really impressive this year for QPR. Really enjoyed watching him. I think he's been unlucky. He's just got an injury, I think, recently. But yeah, I think he's been he's been really good. Travis on Saturday, I thought playing against Travis on Saturday, I thought he was he looked calm, especially for his age. He was he was really good. Um, but there's so much quality in here in this division that it's just it's just good to be in and around these names, like Sam Johnson, like who's called up in England recently. and um, Yeah, there's just so many. Kaminsky. It's just, you can go, the list goes on.
0: Yeah. One thing that you said about earlier, you touched on it briefly, was your physicality changing. And if people are watching this, what I'd want them to do is, find a picture of you from our last game and then go and look at your signing pictures? Because, I mean, no disrespect by this, league, but you look like two different blokes. Yeah. Um, what's gone into that? I know Nessan's obviously had the, the nutrition on point, not today when we've had a, a barbecue at Canal Side, but yeah. other than that, he, he, you know all of the lads are uh, you know, talking about how, how different and how, how decent the food around here is, but how well looked after you are, how tough the training and everything is. Is all of that sort of stuff and, and you know, the, the way your body's changed fed into how good of a season you're having?
1: Yeah, I think, well, it's definitely 100% helped. I think, um you know, there's a support team around the goalkeepers and this is why Clem is, you know, at the top, he's worked hard to get, to get this support, like, sort of support system around the goalkeepers, you know, like, there's analysts, we've got, a, like, an analyst, we've got a nutritionist, sports scientist, like, we've got like a support group around us and this and right at the middle of it's Clem. And I think everything just goes into performing well and getting you in the best shape possible. And I think this is probably the best shape I've been in, it, being in, in my career, not just like, um, not just like physically, but mentally. And um, I'm probably stronger than I've ever been like, but not like stronger as in like lift and weight more like goalkeeping strength and explosiveness. And um yeah, it's just been a real pleasure to work with everyone that's that's been a, like associated with the keepers this year. I think these really, really move my game forward.
0: What is this sort of thing that a, a keeper will do in the gym? Because I know you work closely with, with Dan Hughes, who's one of our uh, performance staff. What what do you, what's he been doing with you to get that explosiveness built into your game?
1: Well, it started off like obviously quite slow, but I think. From maybe after preseason, obviously in preseason you can't do much because it's just fitness stuff on the grass, um, and then as soon as preseason was over, it was just all legs, all like single leg stuff and squatting and just just mainly building up the power. And then and now recently, it's it, like we've just changed the program. Dan changed the program recently. I think it's the first session yesterday that we moved into more single leg bounds and. Stuff like that, and I think that's just helped. And obviously, the weight that I've I've dropped has really helped me with the explosiveness of being able to power off one leg more and easily. And yeah, it's just been you know it, it, it's just a mixture of everything. You know, like going over clips with Adzi and 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 seeing what Clem means or Clem being able easily to get the clip to show me of like I, like right, we you've done this this was your way, and this is when we changed it, and look at the difference and. Yeah, it, 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 I can definitely
0: see a difference. The the weight dropping off definitely helps with the bloke coming up to his wedding as well. You've probably had to have the, the suit redone in that time as well. Yeah. Um, Steve, have
2: you got anything else that you wanted to ask Lee about? I mean, just where your aspirations are now. Obviously, you've had a phenomenal season and, you know, I think everyone's sort of talking about you as the best keeper in the championship. Do you, what, what is there left to conquer now?
1: Um, listen, I'm just... I, it just blows me away. Obviously, I never, I was, wasn't was playing in One 12 months ago. Um, so, it's just, it, 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 it is crazy hearing people say like stuff like that but for me personally, it's, I've got here by working hard day by day. I've said it, I said it to the boys after the Millwall game and, you know, like it doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't matter where we are, it doesn't matter where we're going to go. It, what matters is the next game. Is training matters tomorrow? Like let's like this is all got it. Like I, I said to Clem recently, we had a meeting and I said to Clem like it was the next ball. It wasn't. It, and that's in pre-season when I first walked in. It was the next ball. It was nothing else. Not whatever's going to happen after that was. It doesn't matter until the until it came. And I think that's what we've got to go back to and sort of. Now I've got to stick to regardless of what's going on, but I'm in the best place in my career here and, yeah, I'd, like, I just wanted to to carry on,
2: yeah. I'm not sure how much you, you look at Twitter, but I can tell you every time England tweet anything, you've got yeah. town fans replying saying you should be in the conversation. That that must be uh, nice to have your name put in that frame.
1: Yeah, no, it's, as I said, like, I wasn't playing 12 months, 12 months ago in, in League One and it was, it just shows how far how far you can go with hard work and even to be associated with, with the England squad is is an amazing feeling but it's something it's something that I'll stick to is just working hard day, day by day it's it, it, you know it's it, I've always swore by it but I think this season more than ever just shows like just just take a day as a day time it doesn't matter
2: what's going to happen next week Carlos is really keen on that mentality as well isn't he? Yeah,
1: I think that I think that's the I think that, that could be a key factor why we've done so well this year. I think, you know, I think the whole squad has sort of stuck to that mentality. And I think a lot of boys, you know, I think like I think a lot of boys that walked into the dressing room this year does stick to it and already had that sort of mentality. I know that, you know, Matty Peterson was joking. Um, you know, we were on 48 points, I think. And um and and he was saying, obviously, it was so early. It was January, I think it might have been, and years. And was walking around saying, come on, boys, two more and we're safe. <laughs> uh, and like, it's just things like that. Like, it's just, it's just, that that's the way the squad is. It's just, it doesn't matter what's going to happen at the end of the season. I think we'll all say what we'd like to happen at the end of the season, but I think the most important game is Hull. It doesn't, you know, if, if, if we go and beat Hull, then, Let's talk about the next game. But until we, until we go and play Hull, which is a tough game. Like if we go and beat them, then yeah, well done. Next one. If we don't, then okay, next one. Like it doesn't. We've still got the opportunity to make playoffs, and um, we won't get that by thinking about playoffs. We, we'll get that by taking a game by game.
0: Lee, when we had you in to, to talk about the inclusion room at the stadium, um, you talked really passionate about your family. This must be a, a great feeling for for them as well, not only yourself, to, to see the way you're being spoken about, see how happy you are coming in here every day, how well you've settled and everything, compared to, to 12 months ago. How's it been at home? Because we, we talk and we concentrate about, you know, you guys as, as footballers and your support system that you have here, but your people as well, your, your normal blokes and you have families and fiancées and, and things like that. How's your, your it been in your, your home life? They must be buzzing for you as well.
1: Yeah, no, obviously, I, like the whole family is just buzzing for me to be playing again. I think, you know, especially for me misses. I don't think I was probably the best person to be around last season. Um, especially with COVID and her not being able to get out the house. <laughs> <laughs> just frustrating for her when I came home and I wasn't happy and, with football but yeah I mean, you know my missus has been probably my, probably my biggest support system when I was wasn't playing and um, it's more for I'm more happy for her that like she, she's able to come to games and be able to support me because she's probably my biggest fan and um, yeah but the whole family's buzzing for me just to be playing again to be honest I think they knew how much it meant to me to be playing um, and it was something that I wanted to do I always said I wanted to come back to the championship and have a, have a real crack at it with a bit of experience behind me and um, yeah it was something that we all we all agreed on you know me misses Mrs supported me when I said right we're, we're moving I'm, I don't know where we're going yet but yeah I'm, I want to ch- I want to go back to the championship and give it another
2: try
0: that's great um, Steve unless you've got any other questions
2: no, I'm all no. good. Cheers,
0: Leah, I know you like taking your time, Lee, but we'll not take too much of yours up for you now. Um, so thank you very much no uh, for speaking to us, and, uh, and thank you to Sports brokers ever for, for sponsoring the show. And uh, good luck for the rest of the season, mate.
1: Yes, thank you.